Everybody's great when they're not tired. The champions is when they're tired, that's when the real champions come out. That's when a real dog come out. Because if you're going to piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dog see. Oh, whoa, yes, indeedy. Welcome back to another episode of the Aussie Fantasy Football Podcast. Joined by two of the suspects this week. Tom Jones, how are you, mate? Living the dream, as always. Can't wait Good. to rip in. Good stuff, mate. Guest V6, not quite uh, eight cylinders, but running on six cylinders these days. How are you, mate? Yeah, you, you know, a little bit less sleep with the newborn, so you got to run on the cylinders, but that's okay. Um, how convenient is it that we, we chose Jamal Williams to be our intro guy, and he's now like... The, the best the running back in the history of the world. The, the <laughs> I, I actually, so I yeah, not. I think it directly correlates with the fact that we do have him as our intro. I mean, it makes sense, right? It's the only logical explanation. I don't actually remember him before our intro, so. <laughs> you don't Speaking remember that trade you. you did with me? No. Uh, me neither. <laughs> I think I got Aaron Jones. Maybe it was just Aaron Jones trade. Yeah, it was remember. definitely Aaron Jones. I remember that one. Those are the days. His shit anyway. All right, so here we are, week 12. 12? Week 12, that sounds right. Week 12? Blimey, Charlie, it's absolutely flying by. Fantasy football about to start. Of course, this episode brought to you by our friends at Draft Stars. Big week for Draft Stars, boys. Two slates you can play. Mm. Yeah, Thanks. I was getting very confused uh, looking at... <laughs> looking, <laughs> I kept clicking on the wrong one. Yeah, Thanksgiving <laughs> slate is up, ready to go. And then the Monday slate, up, ready to go. And of course... We'll give you our ideas on our Monday slate because I doubt anyone's going to be listening to us by uh, four thirty a.m. So if you are, I mean, apologies. You never know. <laughs> we might give you a few options, but uh, yeah, we're not going to give you the premium plays from those ones. We'll give them from the Monday slate. So yeah, are we ready? Should we just uh, fire up? Do you want to run so no, socials at Oz Fantasy NFL on Twitter? Jump on the Discord, all that. Leave some five star reviews. We do love a five star review, so please get amongst it. Uh, but yeah, let's just rip into some games. Eh? There's yeah. no bias this week, so bloody hell, it's going to be a, a long weird. one. So mm. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, like you listen to the fantasy footballers every now and then they they Oof. go on about this this megalodon episode that they do before Thanksgiving, and they've got to get all the matchups into one game, one show. Welcome imagine, to every week of the Aussie Fantasy Football <laughs> Podcast. Pretty much, just got to be efficient. Bloody hell, it was two and a half hours. <laughs> just quietly, I haven't oh, even really? listened to the whole thing. It was two and a half hours. Yeah. So, oh, you know, that. we pump long. it out an hour 10. So, you know, I'm sure everyone's listening until the end. Yep. So it's Aussie fantasy football and then like the little arrow thing. Great fantasy design. Footballers. Yeah. Yep. That's the one I'm thinking Definitely. of. Definitely. <laughs> the little arrow thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very mathematic. I was, was going to call it the, uh, the chicken beak, but that's what he used to call it in primary school, wasn't it? <laughs> the Pac-Man. I used to call it the Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah, I think it was the chicken beak and the crocodile or something. The chicken yeah. beak and the crocodile. God anyway. almighty. Flashbacks to primary school. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's rip in. Tom, you're on first, mate. Buffalo. Let's do Buffalo at Detroit over-under at 54 points. Uh, Bills are nine-point favourites. actually saw one website had them at 14-point favourites and another one had them at eight-point favourites. So, um, yeah, but most of them are around that nine, nine-and-a-half-point favourites. This is So this is 4.30 a.m. in Australia on Friday morning. Chances are this game's already been played by the time you've, you're listening to it, but let's run through it anyway. Bill starts, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis... I'm running out Singletary after he put up... Oh, I'm loving Singletary. Yep. He played awesome last week, and For I think... the first half, anyway. 
I think Dawson Knox is a smash with this massive over-under um, yep. against Detroit. Sits, Isaiah McKenzie burnt me bad last week. He had one target on 40% of snaps. And I think um, I really should turn off the echo cancellation here. This is getting a bit annoying. Um, was that on a two-point conversion, that one one target he had? And I think he dropped it. Did anyone see that? Ooh, I can't, can't say I remember. Yeah, anyway. All these games are starting to blur together. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Yeah, he's falling off Do you, do you remember Isaiah McKenzie's one target in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. That was, it was a two-point conversion. I thought you would have remembered, and he dropped it anyway. Uh, Khalil Shakir had twenty-five percent of snaps, but didn't see a target. James Cook saw twenty-five percent of snaps with eleven rushing attempts and two targets. Uh, so he's a watch closely for Waverwire next week coming into finals. He might make a run down the stretch. Uh, over to Detroit, Swift and Williams are RB2 or RB3s. I mean, you're never going to sit Jamal Williams at the moment. DeAndre Swift with a high over-under, I think, you know, maybe he's going to get six targets. You'd hope anyway. Um, I still think, you'd, you know, if you got him, you got to start him in this game. Buffalo have a great goal line defense, which is going to impact Jamal Williams a little bit. He's not going to get three touchdowns this week, that's for certain. Uh, but you can't, you can't sit him. <laughs> now he will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he might. Um, I think Buffalo's got the number one red zone defense in the NFL, or their top two anyway. Um, he had 17 attempts last week, I think, to DeAndre Swift's five, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Amon Rasane Brown is averaging over 10 targets in non-injury, in non-injury games this year, which is a nearly a 40% target share. Uh, Siri Massive. is talking to me here. What did I just say? That's all good. You said, hey, Siri, how the bloody hell are you? <laughs> yeah, now your computer's going to be talking to you. I heard it. Oh, shit, it yeah, is. Sits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Detroit sits. Goff has thrown four touchdowns in five games. He has just fallen off the planet, Jared Goff. He had 26 passing attempts in exactly 26. How's this for a stat? In the last four out of his... In four of his last five games... He's had exactly 26 passing attempts, which I found pretty, it's pretty cool. low, isn't it? Yeah, it's very it's low, but than it's exactly 26. Anyway, it's probably just because Jamal Williams keeps running touchdowns in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah, four touchdowns in five games is pretty gross. Uh, Josh Reynolds, Josh Reynolds is questionable play, and Khalif Raymond or any of the tight ends there. I couldn't even tell you who they are. They can't be Brock options. Right. While while Amon Rasay Brown is getting 40 percent of targets, um, you can't really play any of them. So. That is that game. Um, probably not worth talking about because it's four thirty in the morning. You're going to get up, Moz, and set your lineups for this game. No thanks. <laughs> Just going to throw it out there. This could be a cheeky James Cook game. I'm chucking yeah, in lineups and DFS. Yeah, it's I don't just mind that. Yep. Single, they'll get out to a lead. Singletary will have sixty yards and maybe a touchdown in that first. I don't know, thirty minutes of the game, maybe, maybe just yep. like third of the game, and then Cook will get on the field and do all the work. I reckon. Just quietly, though, the, the Lions have been a lot better against the run in the last couple of weeks. It's one of those things where you look at the, the green matchup and it's it's very much skewed by the start of the year. They're, they mm. are doing a lot better against running backs over the last couple of weeks. So Yeah, definitely feel caution, to your searches. Look at what Saquon did last week and uh, what he's done in every other week. And Do you yeah. expect the Lions to get out to a big lead here against the Bills, though? <laughs> so no, much. but um, he was like... 13 carries for 20 yards or something like that. They, they bolted him up completely. <laughs> yeah, because they know it's the only thing they need to do. 
Yeah, and speaking of teams that know that's the only thing that's going to do, the uh, the Cowboys this week up against the Giants at home for the Cowboys, and this is going to be a rough one for the Giants, I expect. So nine and a half point dogs uh, against one of the form teams in the competition, to be honest. Um, given that, you're going to be starting Zeke. Pollard sets up pretty great matchup for both of them, and uh, exactly like last week, Zeke not seeing a huge amount of uh, snap share, but he's... So he had 29% last week, but he still managed 15 carries. So plenty of work when he is on the field. And Pollard is just electric. He looks fantastic this year. So I'd be looking to get him in as much as you can. And Lamb and Dak just look like dynamic duo at the moment. So I don't think you could, I could imagine sitting either of them. Schultz sort of sits in that play every week tight end range. I, I struggle to see you benching him if you've got, you know... Kelsey or Mark Andrews, maybe you're not playing him, but in that case, why haven't you traded Dalton <laughs> Schultz yet? I don't know. But um, Gallup, I think you can start him maybe, but I'm not 100% sure that I, I love this game. Just the Giants are not going to be excited about losing to their major rivals on Thanksgiving. So I could see this maybe not being quite as much of a high-scoring blowout as you, you might expect, and, and maybe that limits the ceiling for Gallup and then on the other side if it is a blowout just goes to the running backs and there's not a lot of targets to go for him so I'm probably not super excited about him mm-hmm. on the giant side of the ball it's just going to be Saquon even in a real tough matchup and Slayton as a pretty decent flex option given they're probably going to be playing from behind but this is just a really good defense and so I think I'd be trying to avoid Giants players this this is probably going to be a, another loss for them and I, I can't really see them challenging the Cowboys at the moment. No, definitely agree with you on that one. It's going to be an under, I reckon. It's just going to be... A, the clock's going to vanish pretty mm-hmm. quickly here, I reckon. So, yeah. Uh, what was the over-under? I did look at it, but I can't remember. It was higher than I expected it to be, like 43.5 or 44.5. Um, yeah, okay. Yep. Which surprised me. But I think it's just because they're such heavy favourites at 9.5 yeah, yeah. points that it creeps it up a bit. Hmm. Alrighty, here we go. Pats at Vikings. Going to be a that's a strange one to kind of try and um, try and predict how this game's going to go because you know you got a really good defense in the Pats and you have got Vikings who just got absolutely spanked by the Cowboys. So see how we go here. So forty-two point over under Vikings are three point favorites at home. Um, you know, obviously the the Pats are known for their defense. It might be another bit of a struggle for Kirk Cousins this week. He got put in his ass quite a bit last week. If you didn't watch that game. Um, and I think the Patriots' defense is just going to get after him again. Saw so it was pretty successful last week, so it could just be much of the same. So look out for Kirk Cousins to have a bit of a disappointing one here. Uh, take a look at the wide receiver land. Um, look, don't let the rankings put you off. <laughs> New England are ranked uh, the best defense against wide receivers, but they have played the Jets twice and the, the Erlinger run Colts in the last three weeks. Um, so over the last four weeks, they're ranked number one. But when Zach Wilson's completing two inches per play it's um <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty easy to be the best defense in the nfl over the last four weeks so Mo, mo's on the flop per play yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's a that's a joke from from last one <laughs> the old moz flop per play we'll call that <laughs> so from now on every time they're fourth or third and in inches or fourth and in inches it's called the moz and the flop the third and the flop <laughs> fourth and the flop <laughs> No, that's like the quarterback sneak. It's the flop. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here we go. This is the moment of the year, actually. Justin Jefferson has apparently been dealing with a slight 
turf toe injury. That's what <laughs> so, I was just doing. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get the little lawnmower out. I won't lie to you, I'm on my notes rather than looking at your head. But <laughs> I'm flicking back as much as I can. <laughs> so he's dealing with a minor turf toe, they're calling it. So hopefully he's got one of those... Um, little lawnmowers that we sent to the NFL. Hopefully he's got one ready to go. Uh, he's going to yeah, be the it one. It only needs to be a push mower as well. It doesn't even need to be, mm. to be electric because it's only minor. To it's it. only minor, exactly, yeah. It's like, you know, you're at six mil, you need it down at five mil, so who knows. You can maybe even keep it under control with a whippersnipper or something. Definitely. Yeah, potentially. Maybe we need to print <laughs> off some tiny whippersnippers. <laughs> I think so. Maybe some tiny leaf blowers too, just in case okay. there's, you know, a little bit of fungus or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Glad we're enjoying it. Anyways, um, obviously, you know, Justin Jefferson's the guy they're going to try and slow down the most, which the patch is pretty good at. So look out for that. Maybe the ancillary pieces could benefit, and TJ Hawkinson's one that I'm kind of looking at. He's a he's a volume player at the moment, just getting nine, ten targets pretty much every game for the since he's moved over to the Vikings. So he's a play for me here. Uh, the other guys, not so much. I mean, Adam Thielen, I could actually see him scoring a touchdown here. Just 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 look out for it. But it's <laughs> going to be like two for four for thirty yards at a touchdown or something <laughs> like that. Like it's just going to be absolutely nothing. But he'll score uh, just to shit me because it was, should have been Hawkinson. So um, yeah, look out for for Thielen. Put him in your multis. Um, but now that I've said it, probably take him back out. Yeah. Uh, KJ Osborne, not. Just don't take any any multi advice from Chris Morris. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until I hit one and then I'll be back. But yeah, uh, Dalvin Cook, obviously, you're going to start him. It's going to be a bit of a tempered expectation for him as well. But um, yeah, definitely start him as well. Um, Pat's side of the ball, you can't start Mac Jones. His highest score this year so far is 15 points in week three. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, backfield, mostly Ramondre Stevenson. So you're going to start him, of course. I was trying to convince myself in that trade that I made for Austin Eckler that uh, Damien Harris was going to eat into his workload a little bit and make myself feel better. But uh, 78% of snaps for Ramondre last week and 24% for Harris. Uh, Harris, 10 opportunities, 8 carries and 2 catches. But Ramondre had 21 opportunities, 15 carries and 6 catches. So he's the pass down, passing Passing backs. Wait, what am I trying to say? Passing downs back. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, And Harris just kind of on there to spell him. So um, wouldn't be too worried about Ramondre. Uh, The wide receivers, it's hard to start anyone outside Jacoby Myers. Just once again, a volume play. Uh, He and Nelson Aguilar were the only two receivers last week to play more than 50% of snaps. So it's either him or Nelson Dropalor. So... Uh, I, I wouldn't galore, be, come yeah, on. yeah, my bad. Wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be starting him. But Myers, I think you're probably going to get some volume there. Uh, Hunter Henry, he's out there running a lot of routes. He's on the field 80%, 84% of the time in comparison to Johnny Smith, 54, uh, 50% route participation as well for uh, for Hunter Henry as opposed to 33 for Johnny Smith. So if I'm going to pick any of them, it's going to be Hunter Henry. He might score the one for one for one, as we always predict. Uh, on this pod, uh, that's the only kind of hope that I have for him. Outside of that, they're the only guys I'm starting for the, the Pats is Ramondre and Jacoby Myers. Did you mention Dalvin Cook? I mean, maybe. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, you just got to start him up. And, yeah. you know, I said temporary expectations. One. He's probably not going to go for 103, but he might go for 60 and one. All right. Yeah. What are we up Tell to? Us. Me? Tamper at, Brown, tamper at, uh, at the Browns? Yeah, yeah Tamper, Tamper in the Browns. That'll do. Over under at 45.5. Bucks are three-point favorites. Tampa starts. Uh, Tom Brady, he's pretty good. Mike Evans, not bad. Chris Godwin is getting an insane amount of targets and had his first touchdown of the year last game in Germany. So he's he's getting like 11.5. He's averaging 11.5 targets per game or something. Uh, and he had his first touchdown last week. The analysis Cause... at the start there was just 
beautiful. Tom Brady, yep, he's good. <laughs> Did you see that photo today that Brady put on socials of um, his young bloke? Uh, at was he training? kissing him? Oh. No, nah, no. Nah, was... In the, in the was... past, man. Let him anyway. move on. Just move on, Moz. <laughs> he was trading. He was training with Tampa today. His young bloke throwing balls to um, oh, yeah? Evans and Godwin. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, pretty cool. That's cool. He's a lanky, tall lad. I'm assuming he's going to be starting in the NFL probably next year, going off um, how old Brady is. Is that yeah. that's about right? <laughs> that, oh, that would be cool. Imagine LeBron and Bronny playing together and Brady and he's Brady playing. versus Brady. Yeah, that that would Both, be hilarious. Like joint quarterbacks, they like sub in for each other, Taysom yeah. Hill style. Yeah, maybe like yeah. young Brady could be a running back or something, and we could have Brady handing it off to Brady. And, if you right. saw his, if you saw what he looked like, he's nothing but a quarterback. Like, yeah, that right, is okay. his only position. Gotcha. <laughs> and and he has to have the best O line you can imagine. There's nothing of him. Uh, Cousin Kate, his lowest snap count last week since week two with Cameron Brait back in the team and had only three targets for three catches. Uh, JOK is a tough matchup this week. Um, he's been, yeah, he's been slaughtering tight ends there at the Browns. So Kate Otten isn't a great streaming option, but he has a safe floor. I mean, I think three for three is pretty much his, um, his floor. Um, Lenny or Richard is a question. To be mm. honest, would just start whichever one you had. If you had one of them, I'd probably start them. Lenny's still questionable, um, but it sounds like he's going to play. I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think? I've lots of questions. Question. Yeah, Discord, oh, Twitter, it's... Facebook. Every question is who do you play? I'd be playing White if I'm being honest with you. If Lenny's not 100%, uh, yeah, he's probably going to be you, on this snap count thing. You probably don't have both of them. Like, how many teams would out there have both of them and, you, and you're going to start, you know, you've got to pick between one? If people are picking handcuffs. These yeah, days, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just thinking like I think, I think if yeah. you got Rashad White, I doubt he's like, like if if you're thinking about playing Rashad White, you probably are forced to play him. And if you have him mo- on most teams, you picked him up, but you've got better options. And I think mm. maybe this is just a hopefully you have a better option and you can find something else. But if you if you got Fournette, that might be a bit more of a tough question because he was probably a, a higher mm-hmm. pick in your team and, and if you haven't mm. found someone to replace him at this point you might have to play him and you're probably going to be disappointed I think. If Rashad White the... was one of my three running backs and you know my other running back you know, someone with a bad matchup can't, can't, can't come up with anything off the top of my head I'd play Rashad White. And the Browns are 30th for rush defense which is That's quite exactly surprising. Right. Um, it's quite surprising but the thing that I have trouble with is that they're not rushing running backs. Like, Lenny would have more targets than he has rushing attempts. And that's probably the same with Rashad White. So it's sort of hard to have that stat saying that, you know, it's a soft matchup where they're not really, they're not sort of run through a brick wall sort of. I mean, he had 22 carries last week, oh, Rashad White. That's a lot. No oh, did targets he? at oh, all. Wow. Yeah, 22 yeah, carries yeah, for 105. Rushing work. Yeah. Well, okay. So um, I'd, I'd say he'd be the the primary guy if yep. if Fournette goes in with just a slight amount of injury designation. I think yeah, uh, Rashad White's a bit of a smash, a bit of a smash if he's going to get twenty two yeah, carries again. Yeah, bloody oath. Uh, right, I sits. I mean, when Tom Brady's throwing the ball fifty times a game, it's sort of hard to sit anyone. Julio and Russell Gage. I don't know if they're going to play or not. They're questionable Fucking every Julio. single week. Um, but if Julio plays, I mean, I'd be tempted to play him. He's probably going to put Scoring up 10 points. Scoring touchdowns, so. mate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, over the Browns, Nick Chubb, pretty good. Amari Cooper. <laughs> I, 
I sat him uh, in a league for Kadarius Tony last week. Absolutely spewing. Amari Cooper, don't sit him. Just keep starting him. He'll probably put up four points this week. Just start him anyway. Nah, he's at but, home. He'll be fine. Oh, is he? You just have to oh, play yeah, him. Like, to. You can't yeah. sit him. If you, you sit, him, sit him, you'll get burnt. He's like wide receiver. I should have looked it up. He's like wide receiver eight, eight. or something. Like, yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah he's a good guess. Great guess. Uh, yeah, so it's crazy. Like, you know, if you were to guess, you'd say it's like wide receiver 20. That is eight. Anyway. Uh, just Donald a bit Pete... of consistency is all you need from him. And it's just ne- yeah. it's never there. Yep. Anyway, never. never has been all through his career. 27 it... points, yeah. That's that's what he can do on the other side yeah. of that coin. So there's plenty of, like, I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams had a point seven point game yeah. this year. No, like, it's, it's, he just yeah. seems to have had it for, you know, his entire career, whereas, you know, Adams is usually pretty consistent. Mm. Mm. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Kareem Hunt are desperate, desperate flex players. DPJ actually looks all right. He's been gone, yeah. gone under the radar a bit. Kareem Hunt's been pretty disappointing this year. Um, yeah. Shit is yeah. the word. Not pretty disappointing. Yeah, I would, I'd not be playing Kareem Hunt until yeah. he gets yep. a new it's team. It's shit! Once again, another injury that no one gets. It's a joke that I understand. If you want to know about it, reach out on Discord and I'll let you know. Tampa are 14th against opposing quarterbacks. I wouldn't be streaming Jacoby Brissett. And Joko is questionable to play, and I wouldn't be surprised if he sits out. He looks like, yeah, he's not good. He had a limited practice today, I think, and it doesn't sound like he's going to play. So Harry Bryant had seven targets last week, which was the most for a fair while. He had two red zone drops. Now, you definitely didn't watch the Browns play last week. I did watch the Browns play last week. He had two drops in the end zone, and they were sitters. Mm. So I he heard. actually goes by Harry? Is that a, is I that know, a thing? I, I reckon he goes Harrison. Ison, I reckon. Ison. Ison. I actually <laughs> went to a school with a kid called Ison. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well. Um, Parents, yeah. hey? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember his last name, but his first name was Ison. Anyway, um, yeah, so Harry Bryant, I reckon he's pretty lucky to be still on that roster after what he did last week. Um, Good old And Harry. if your name's not Harry, it is now. Beautiful. Love your work, mate. All right, Pete's, what are we up to here? Still not Baltimore here. at the Jags. We got, uh, it's an interesting one for me. I think um, the Jags kind of give up points and score them as well. So it's going to make Baltimore... <laughs> score some points which they have not been doing in the last couple of weeks so Lamar very much uh, left the MVP conversation and uh, last week pretty big scare against the Panthers so I think look do I think the coaching staff care not really but um, I think Lamar might he might be um, this might be the game where he's like you know I gotta put my name back out there I'm playing for a contract that kind of thing so this is you know it's got that week, everyone finally benches him and Lamar scores 50, written all over it for me. Um, having said that, 43.5 point over under and just a, a four-point spread to the Ravens. So I think you're going to have to start Lamar if you've got maybe another excellent option you could put him in. But he's been very disappointing. He's really only had one game, 20 points in like the last five games or something. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It's pretty... Dire. Uh, concerning if you've got him on your team you're, you're probably falling out of contention pretty quickly after that really hot start to it's really he really is just living off that one game that he had at the start of the year where he scored 48 points mm. um a lot of that lately is mark andrews who's been a little bit uh mia with a, a sort of injury and and not being 100 percent. but you've got to put him in you can't sit him any given week 
the wide receivers they're just like scary as hell flexes basically you could put them in and they could do nothing you could put them in they could get 127 yards or whatever Denard Robinson did last week Denard Robinson it's the second time I've called him that I don't know why I want to call him that is there a Denard Robinson somewhere else I feel like there is actually yeah Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna google (laughs) Um, Denard yeah Yeah, he he was an American football player I thought so yeah he used to play for the um things do you play for the Chiefs? I don't know. He's currently the director of player personnel for the University of Michigan. So there you go. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Used to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wide receiver yeah, slash running back right. number yeah, sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, and and the, uh, uh, that's it actually. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my touchdown feeling for this week is is Duvernay breaks a big play and uh, scores, but. Uh, I wouldn't even be back in that to put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just bloody, he's on my bench right I don't now. have him anywhere, so I, I traded him basically wherever I could. Um, just uh, running backs, their running game sucks, basically. Um, it's completely <laughs> ineffective. You're not sure who it is, so I, I'd be waiting to see how healthy Gus Edwards is if he does play and waiting to see him have a good game before I'm comfortable putting them in. And that's about it for the Ravens. Um, Just uh, very quickly on some more Denard Robinson. Uh, his best best year was 2014. 135 attempts for 582 yards and four touchdowns. 23 receptions for 124. Not bad. Yeah. Probably uh, running back seven. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a dual like threat. A four. <clears throat> dual uh, threat. Running back one saver. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, where were we? The Jags, uh, pretty clear cut. Uh, Ravens' defense improved significantly lately, um, but I'd still be throwing out ETN everywhere. Uh, T Law, probably not. Kirk is looking real good again. He is, um, I think, wide receiver. Well, I've got here. Have a guess at what wide receiver you think he is. Fourteen. No, Tom's got nothing. All right, he's wide receiver nine. Uh, oh, on wow, the year, Jesus. Which is, yep, right back up to that form that he was at the start of the year where we kind of said, you know, he could what be are you a, doing up there, man? a league winner. And uh, he just keeps scoring touchdowns. That's he's getting it, a exactly. Heap yeah. of targets. So he's had eight-plus catches over the last two weeks. Um, so just looks to be an every-week smash play because, like I said, they just they don't really – Seem like they want to win or lose. They just want to go out there and see how they go. That's that's what this team feels like to me. I don't know. Put on a show. Jones just uh, emergency flex in every redraft league. There is if you, you pick him up, you play him, and uh, then yeah, if you don't need him anymore, just drop him. It's, he's an easy player. Evan Ingram, I think, is a tough one. It's a pretty middling matchup. The addition of Roquan Smith is actually transformed this defense quite a lot so you got yep. um patrick queen starting to fly around and make plays which is what he's really good at and so i think looking at any stats for baltimore against the uh yeah against the tight end is is maybe a bit misleading so i'll probably be trying to avoid evan ingram this week he's sort of profiles as that low end tight end one and maybe you could get someone at the top of he's- tight end two to come in and beat him he, he's like that guy, you go, this week he's going to blow up. Yeah. Nah, this week he's going to blow up. Nah, this week he's going to blow up. And he just never has. He's just yeah. been a dud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had one good week, but I can't remember where it was. Yeah, one. Yeah, but every every week we're talking about streaming him, but he's had one good week. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Well, Pete's come through for us just in time, just like yeah. he said he would. <laughs> Jeez, it's difficult to see. Is it in the actual dock yet? 
Uh, no, but here we go. We're just going to try and read it off this. Denver and Carolina for me. So the battle of the trash heap is got here. Possible light rain, uh, rain in the morning for the three and seven Broncos to play. Oh, it's all gone. It's shot up the match. I don't know what's going on. Somebody's sending messages. On, the, on paper, this is a game the Broncos can win. Judy is the key injury for the Broncos. Melvin Gordon has been cut, which was a bit of a something you yeah, expected to happen, right? Yeah. yeah. Team is starting to have no talent left. He's clearly a Broncos fan and he's not happy. Nathaniel couldn't hack at the play calling duties any longer, <laughs> so handed the play calling duties off to Clint Kubiak. And the Broncos actually moved the ball well on the first drive last week, but struggled for any consistency after that, which is pretty true. Uh, very difficult to um, start any Broncos. Russell Wilson sucks a big fat doodle. Uh, that's exactly what Peter said. Panthers <laughs> only scored three points last week against the Ravens, who only scored 13. So pretty decent on defense from the Panthers. But I don't think this will be a particularly pretty game. Could end 6-3 is his prediction. Zero confidence in starting any player in this matchup. Top players would probably be Sutton and the kickers. Oofed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yard field goals from the uh, Broncos kicker. This is going to be a good game. Yeah. The six Why three do we have a uh, Broncos fan do the Broncos go? He's what clear, do we expect he's, here? He's clearly cut up about it. Uh, I mean, my analysis earlier was uh, Broncos-Panthers next matchup. So, yeah, there's, there's nothing to be excited about. I mean, it was about. almost as good as Tom Brady. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh, say? Uh, exactly. start, start Tom Brady for X, exactly. X, X reasons. Exactly. exactly. All right, let's uh, move on to his next one. Chicago versus New York Jets. Anyone got that ready to go? Yeah, it's, it's Mike freaking White season, he says. Zach lost the locker room last week and this time has decided to make make the change to keep the playoff hopes alive. So he's lost the locker room and now he's lost his job. So good luck, everybody's mums. He's back out there ready to go. <laughs> Zach Wilson is 5-0 and against non-New England Patriots teams. Yeah, well, I is mean... Is he or are the Jets 5-0? and yeah. Source Gardner is 5-0. and Yeah. Source Gardner's 5-0. and uh, Garrett Wilson Brees and Brees Hall, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin Fields comes into the matchup questionable. Mixed reports of dislocated shoulder. There's news just... Just monitor. Um, who knows? News today came out from Schefter, but he's got here Jess Morse, MD, Twitter doctor. Don't know what yeah. that means, but anyway. He's an idiot. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. Jets receivers could have some value this week. The Bears defense is bottom of the league, and Mike White does like to throw the ball. That is absolutely correct, and I think Garrett Wilson yep. will be a pretty decent matchup here. Weather doesn't look great in this one, apparently. Rain. Rain until evening is the official forecast from NFLweather.com, not sponsored. Uh, your only place to go to get all NFL weather-related news and forecasts, apparently. Yeah, they uh, they monitor the drips and drops across rooftops, so happy days for there. Garrett Wilson has 90.3, excellent matchup, fifth best according to PFF. Just secondary has been too strong. This isn't a great matchup for the Bears receivers, but tight end land. Colcomet still remains a play if Fields is the go. That's probably pretty accurate. Uh, Mooney's probably the volume play, but... Um, I think, yeah, as you said, Jets pretty damn good here. If the Bears are without fields, it could be very bleak for the Jets' skill players, or more bleak than it already was. Monty would have to be the volume player, but the Jets are ranked third in defense on PFF for a reason, and that's pretty straightforward analysis there. They are a very, very good defense. Um, Montgomery is still going to get 20 carries and hopefully break his way into the end zone. I think this is a cheeky Michael Carter game, actually, if yeah, it is Mike White. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh... Last year when Mike White was playing, Michael Carter just caught millions of passes. So just look out for that. And yep. might be a big stock up arrow for him if Mike White looks okay. But otherwise, uh, if Mike White 
fails to get them the win here, I think they go straight to Flacco. Yep. So if Michael Carter does have a cracker of a game here and you've got him in Dynasty, I think uh, put the old for sale sign up and get rid of him because that'll be your, your premium time to get rid of him. <laughs> Who is the Chicago backup quarterback? Trevor Simeon, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Good old Trevor Seaman. I was going through all of the... Geez, they've had a lot of backup quarterbacks the last few years. I'm going through all of them. They're all gone. They only seem to last a year. Yeah, it is Trevor Seaman. And there's no one behind Trevor Seaman. That's Seaman. So, yeah, good luck. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck if they both go down, which... (laughs) 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 Chuck... uh... Montgomery out there and I, I still don't know why they don't do it more wildcat <laughs> plays put an extra tight end in why not should do it more yep. right, who's up am I up oh did we no, miss no, a matchup here Houston no, and Miami straight to Houston Miami with Seamus yeah bloody hell my bad my bad Houston Miami uh, Dolphins 14 point favourites 47 point over under <laughs> they are at home 14 point favourites I repeat <laughs> 14-point favourites. Uh, we're going to talk about one of these players in a little bit when we get to our draft uh, segment. But yeah. uh, bigger story of the, the week so far, Davis Mills. I'm kidding. There's plenty of people that have been benched, but he's pulling splinters out this week. He's sitting on the bench. So Kyle Allen has given the start. Uh, who knows that what that means um, for any of the pass catches in Houston. It's just like, yes, let's just put the same quarterback out there again. Anyways, Damian Pierce had his worst game by a, a long way last week. Absolutely disgusting. Shut the bed, really. Still played 77% of snaps. You're not going to sit him just because they got spanked, but uh, one of the better on stopping defenses last week. So he'll get back to his volume, and uh, you know the Dolphins do leak a bit of points here or there, so look out for that. Uh, he is definitely at play. Wide receiver core is just a, just a sniff less predictable here. Uh, three-headed attack of Nico Collins, who was 86% of snaps last week. Brandon Cooks was 80%, and Chris Moore, 59%. Uh, kind of see want to see what Allen does uh, before I want to start any of these guys, but uh, you might be in a situation where Nico Collins is a pretty good start with the Dolphins giving up points to the wide receiver here or there. Uh, note they are getting a little bit better on defense in terms of injuries, so yeah, just temper your expectations. But, well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be expecting, you know, wide receiver two performances from Nico Collins, but he could be a flex option for you if you need it. Brandon Cooks has the potential to blow a play away, so who knows? Uh, tight end, absolutely nothing doing in this game for the Texans. Tegan, oh, Jesus, Quitoriano, Quitoriano, there we go, I've got it. Quitoriano uh, is the leading tight end in the Texans' land. He has supplanted Brevin Jordan, who's been a healthy scratch the last two weeks. Um, so that's a bit of a shame. So if you are in a dynasty circle and you've got a spot on your bench for a tight end, just stick him there and see if he does anything next year. Uh, well, but he's not going to do anything for won't. this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So uh, he played 66% of the snaps. He might get a little bit involved, but just monitor it. Um, don't go out there doing anything stupid and putting him in lineups. Uh, definitely. That's that's actually the note that I hear. Please don't put him in a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to go place a bet on him to score a touchdown. Now. Five touchdowns this week from Quatoriano. Uh, Dolphins, just start everyone. Only thing you need to monitor is that uh, Raheem Mostert was a, did not practice on Wednesday. If he doesn't go, we'll talk about this guy in a little bit. That is Jeff, Jeff Wilson. He will be to the moon. That's it for mm. Houston at Miami. It's going to be a spanking. Should we get straight into that then? So yeah, we're, yeah. we're on to Draft Stars, our friends over at Draft Stars. Great place to play DFS, um, so get on board. We tweet out the link pretty regularly with our episode, and um, it's really just a lot of fun and uh, a good chance to to get on top. Same same with our Discord is a is a good helping uh, spot there for that that draft star stuff. Got a lot of good uh, good 
good minds, minds in there, in there. Yeah. and uh, yeah a lot of help if you can listen to that TFL podcast as well that they'll break down every single game unlike us just chucking in these uh, three plays of the week yeah, but um, right. they're they're in that discord as well they they offer some bonus content if you're in the discord as well which is a nice little uh, perk to getting in there and, and the, we're all chatting about it every week and, and yeah. discussing plays and we've had a lot of winners come out of that so and even if you don't listen to, to the stars. tfl podcast you need to listen yeah. to it just to hear arch do his uh <laughs> his little sing sing along it's it's a great time had by all and uh it really does make my thursday night slash friday mornings when i do hear it so <laughs> get on there listen to arch listen to rowan they do a good job on the old uh i'll tell you what they actually had a couple of weeks ago they had a really good way of uh showing how they set lineups as well so Go back, check them out on YouTube, check them out on the podcast platform. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're pretty good value, the old uh, TFL podcast, so get amongst it. Anyways. Yep, and if you get amongst it, it's a great chance to win some some cash over at Draft Stars as well, yeah. so get amongst that too. That's what it's all uh, about. Problem gambling, obviously, call 1-800-858-858. Anyways, on to our premium play of the week, who is just the premium player of the NFL, and it's Patrick Mahomes at 16850 so if Colt McCoy and Andy Dalton can score well against the Rams, then you bet your bottom dollar Pat Mahomes is going to as well. And I think that's about all the analysis. We <laughs> the, the touchdowns just all come from Mahomes. There's no rushing touchdowns. If yeah. it is a rushing touchdown, it's it's probably like just because his touch pass happened to go to slightly Kelsey. backwards to to Kelsey or to yeah. Mikko Hardman when he's playing a Kadarius Tony. Like they don't let their running backs touch the ball inside the red zone they just throw touchdowns to Kelsey and if there's another wide receiver maybe them sometimes that's about it so just get him (laughs) in he's scoring 30 points every week you gotta play him end of analysis he is the most expensive quarterback on the slate and that's pretty much for a reason but at 16 grand it's not too expensive Um, sometimes you see the the Josh Allens and, and things like that at 18 grand uh, for some reason, they still haven't given probably the league MVP an eighteen thousand dollar price tag. Uh, you go into tomorrow's slate. Josh Allen's at sixteen six ninety, so actually he's not that. He's actually a little bit higher than Josh Allen, but he's had a few down weeks. So um, yeah, look, he's a smash play for sure. Uh, fate of the week for me is actually Tyree Kill. Um, reason being, I think the Dolphins are just going to get to uh, too much of a lead early on here. Uh, and they're going to just turn to the running game, and they're really not going to need to use him. So you could see the first half, maybe he goes in for you know maybe 80 yards and a touchdown, but for $18,740, you're going to need way more than that. Um, and, yeah, he's just not going to be able to put up the points if they're way ahead, and which I'm kind of expecting them to be against when they're 14-point favorites against, uh, against Houston. So they're going to be able to run the ball really easily here, which leads us into the value of the week which is Jeff Wilson at uh, $12,090, most questionable as discussed before. If he gets the majority of the carries, I am backing him in to be the three-touchdown scorer for this week. There seems to be one a week. Jeff Wilson could easily be that guy. Uh, and it seems to be that we always go, oh, who's playing Houston? Let's just start the running back there. But even if he wasn't, and most it was questionable, I'd be looking in Jeff Wilson's direction because he is pretty electric. He's looked good ever since he's moved across into his old coaching regime, I guess we'll call it. Um, he'll get the carries, he'll get the work. Um, I, I'm liking Jeff Wilson this week. Yep. Can I go, yeah, can I go back to our premier play, Patrick Mahomes? Hit me with it, mate. So the Rams starting quarterback this week is Bryce Perkins. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Perkins uh, completes passes at 50%. Beautiful. And their running backs are Corin Williams and Cam Akers. Corin Williams is going to have two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is going to be on the field for 
eighty percent of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, how how are they going to how are they going to get ten yards with Bryce Perkins completing the fifty percent and two <laughs> running backs that are absolute well, garbage? Man. Hey, don't you dare talk about Corey Williams <laughs> like that. I will come to Beaker and eat your cheese. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what, I, what an I went there. <laughs> Watch out for me, I'm coming. I don't I don't know how they get a first down the Rams this week. You know what? They'll find a way. It'll be uh Tyler Higby. Aaron doing Donald something. Fullback. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Give him a head of steam. Give him a ten yard run up, maybe a fifteen yard run up. At least put him in at centre or something. Like <laughs> Would you want to stop him if he had a fifteen yard run up? I wouldn't Why want to stop any it? NFL player, really. But they're all huge. I mean, they used to do it in like two two out. Well, I'd have a go at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's so fast. <laughs> I mean, if he so ran straight fast. at me, though, at least I'd at least try and tackle him. But if Aaron Donald ran straight at me, I'd be running down to Bega to eat some cheese, as they say. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, join the draft stars. Get into uh, tomorrow's action. Get into Monday's action. As you were said before, one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. If you have any issues with gambling, but Tom, take us away with your Bengals, mate. Bengals at Tennessee, a game that uh, yeah, that divisional matchup game that we all love to go and watch, especially me. Uh, over under at forty three. Bengals are one and a half point favorites. This is going to be pretty tight. Like a tiger. Like a tiger. Bengals starts. Joe Burrow. Good at football. (laughs) T. Higgins. (laughs) T. Higgins. uh, He's a a smash start every week. Hurst is a decent streamer. Titans are 21st against opposing tight ends. Chase was limited in practice today and a start if he's active. Boyd is is a start if Chase isn't active. Although Boyd, I think, only had two catches last week, which mm-hmm. was pretty yuck. He's well, still had just like six or eight targets or something. He had lots. Yeah. Just, yeah. How, what, is, what is Chase's status? Is he... He had a limited... Uh, he practiced for half the practice today, I think they said. They mm, okay. a limited That's... practice, but it was like a... Um, yeah, he practiced anyway. Surprising for me. Uh, yeah. Mixon has to pass concussion protocols tomorrow if he's to play. Um, I'd say he's a slim chance to play. Yeah, I wouldn't I be think, surprised if I they just roll out Piran for this game. Um, Titans are fourth against running backs, so P1 isn't a smash start, but he'll have a safe floor with the amount of catches he'll get. Um, yeah, just a sits, P1 and Boyd, if Mixon and Chase start. Um, that's about that's about it. That's about the only fantasy-relevant players. They dropped Mike Thomas this week, cut him. Oh, that's cut tragic. Him. So, and they elevated Trent Nerlin off the practice squad, which was pretty cool. Do you reckon if Mike Thomas and Michael Thomas both just merge their mm. bodies, they might be able to stay on the field? Yeah, it, it always confuses me. Always mm. confuses me because he was at he was at the Raiders. Mike Thomas was at the Raiders. Um, I don't anyway, care. Yeah. <laughs> a couple don't of years care. ago, the, a couple of years ago, the Raiders played the Saints, and um, yeah, it was Mike. He was Thomas drafted by the Rams, Thomas. believe it or not. Rams, that's who it was. Not the Raiders. Yeah. I was close. Twenty sixteen. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Look, over the Titans. Yeah, Derek Henry, again, just whatever. Good football. Good at football. Ryan Tannehill has averaged 32 passes since returning from injury and thrown four touchdowns. That's in two games. So I think Ryan Tannehill's a um, a start. I think he's averaging 19 points or something in the last two games. Uh, Sits, yeah, the Bengals are one of the best teams at defending the pass. I think they're fourth um, at at defending wide receivers at tight ends during the pass. So Burks would be the only... Burks would... Hey, 
Well, it's not going to help them at all because they don't have any wide receivers. Hey, Traylon Burks, I'm interested in this week. <laughs> See if he can go back to Bur- that. Burks would be the only one, the only receiver I'd consider starting. So there you yeah. go. Uh, Robert Woods is more miss than hit, and, and Austin where's... Hooper had two touchdowns last week. The week before, sit him too. Oh, this is in Burks' backyard, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got a laugh from you, as that means it was alright. That was half decent joke, I think, because I got a laugh from you. Yeah, thank you. That was unexpected. As good as Taylor Hindsight last week. We've got one coming just quietly. Anyways, play on Tombo. Sorry. Speaking of, I'm done. Job done. Beautiful. All righty, we're on to. Old Heineke right now, right? Uh, so yep. Atlanta at Washington. So the Washington defense really stepped it up in recent weeks. And mm. we've got a 41.5 point over under here, which kind of shows Washington favored by 4.5. So there's there's a good shot for Washington to score some points here, but um, not expecting a, a high-scoring game, really, to be honest. Um, once they get ahead, they'll probably just run. And Washington play really like long drives. Like that's not a end-to-end kind of thing that often uh, like occasionally Terry McLaurin catches long passes but a lot of the time it's just like dink and dunk up the field or, or a lot of run plays um so anyways where was I neither quarterback is appealing uh and despite that uh Lo- despite Logan Thomas being like actually okay and appearing alive I'm not playing any tight ends in this game uh couldn't even tell you who Atlanta's tight end is, to be honest, without Kyle Pitts. So um, even when Kyle Pitts was in, he was pretty risky to start, so I'm not starting the guy that plays behind him. Uh, any, any guesses on who it is? No. Zach Dentry. Uh, Parker Hess or McCole Pruitt or Anthony Ferkser? One of those three. Ferkser. Nice. Yeah. He was at Tennessee. F- he yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, at wide receiver, Terry McLaurin's been pretty solid with uh, Taylor Hines' big red, and uh, this is a good matchup for him. So, <laughs> he's gone. I thought you'd run out. I thought you'd run out. I really had thought you'd run out. That was good. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's a decent uh, PPR play too as well. Uh, Jahan Dotson. Um, always that might be one of your best, actually. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, always a touchdown shot for John Dotson. So I guess if you're feeling risky, throw him in there. But he hasn't uh, quite come back to a huge role just yet. I'm still waiting for him to feel safe again. Uh, so at running back, Gibson is definitely the guy now for me. Um, Robinson's one of those backs that just runs between the 20s, doesn't really have huge touchdown upside, maybe gets lots of carries, but does so for 70 yards, and what can you really do with that? Seven points. Burmy. Burmy last week by like three yards. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> so Atlanta, pretty tough, right? Drake London, he, he has to be relevant. There's no one else, but the the volume just can't be trusted. Algie is the same as, as Brian Robinson. He's just a run-between-the-20s type of player and not really any pass came upside. You got Cordero Patterson, but... Um, question mark like is he going to score two touchdowns or is he going to do absolutely Probably. nothing he's actually um, pretty cheap on on dfs on draft stars uh quarter patterson i think he's yeah. nine thousand yeah so, okay. yeah i think i'm probably just going to look for an eight thousand back to be yeah. honest and <laughs> there was a few good ones actually so. yeah, like maybe a yeah. hit but if you don't hit that's just a throwaway lineup to be honest so yeah 
yeah, I, I'm not excited about putting any Atlanta players in really. If you've if you've got to play Drake London, that's that's about it for me. Um, and then move on. What did you say about uh, Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke. Yeah, uh, that's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? <laughs> that's the only one I've come up with in four weeks. <laughs> I, I liked uh, Taylor Nico Hines. Key. No, that's yeah. terrible. There's no. too many. There's too many syllables. Yeah. Too many syllables. <laughs> Nico. Heinze Kenny. No. I liked your Heinz Big Red. That was that's that's one of your <laughs> yeah, better ones actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've got to start right. saving them now to, to yeah, stretch no, it out to the end of the season. There's only you, so yeah. many words that start with Hein. Yeah, and uh, you've definitely got to remember which ones you've used already because I was like, Oh Heinz oh no, you used hindsight already. <laughs> I'm sitting there on the Heinz, sitting there on the can you, like Hein oh Heinz. through like five in the first week <laughs> the with can. Heinrich Maneuver and Hind quarters and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it's just silly, silly stuff. Yeah. Anyways, Chargers at Arizona Cardinals. Holy moly. Uh, this is a must-win game pretty much for both teams. So you Chargers, three-point road favorites in a 49-point over-under. Uh, should be a bit of a fun game here. Both wide receiver cores pretty much just have injuries everywhere, but we'll try and uh, at least get through a few of them here. Uh, let's start with the Cardinals. Absolutely spanked last week. Didn't even look like they were in that game of Colt McCoy. Uh, I think is done for the rest of the year. They might just go with um, whoever that other bloke was that no one cares about. Uh, Kyler, he was back as a full participant. He should be back. There's no point in resting him because they really need to win this game. Uh, they have the bye the week after. Um, it's just they have to get him out there. So um, Connor, he's going to be a play here. Continuing him, not so much. It's just going to be all Connor. Uh, wide receiver room, it's Hopkins uh, as the only certain dude that gets a lot of volume here. Hollywood is apparently a chance to play here. Uh, but if he does, he's going to be on a snap count. So I wouldn't be counting on him as a high volume, high upside play. He might just, you know, be out there for say forty percent of snaps uh, and he's running a, on draft stars and running a decoy. I still wouldn't even bother, even if he was a thousand bucks. Actually, I would. I would have a thousand bucks. I'd lie to you completely. Um, Dorch, good to go. He's missed uh, missed the first day of practice with a thumb issue. Um, so just watch out for that. But uh, he actually looked pretty sparky last week mm-hmm. on, on one of those receptions that he went for, you know, 60, 70 yards, something like that. He just looked he looked real real good. And uh, he's a bit underrated in terms of Arizona uh, faithful. Yeah, I don't know. They're just, just not on him. But I actually liked the look of him last week. So if he doesn't go because of this thumb injury, then it's AJ Green as the wide receiver too if Hollywood's not there as well. And I tell you what, it's just going to be a bit of a mismatch. Um, in terms of defenders against AJ Green, because he sucks a big fat doodle as well. Uh, can definitely take a shot on Trey McBride. He might be Mr. Necessary almost if those guys don't go and AJ Green is wide receiver two, because that means Robbie Anderson's wide receiver three. And I think he's like had two targets. So he actually might be Mr. Necessity here. Four catches last week. Didn't get much from it, but uh, at least he was getting targets. So, so you're thinking like seven for 28 this week? Or? Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. seven for 48. Let's give him a bit of a bit of. He actually looked pretty good. He made yeah. a couple of tough yeah. catches. No, he's a good player. It's just there was just no no yards. There was just real short passes from McCoy last week. I'm hoping that Kyler can kind of get him back uh, back in the groove. But let's see how we go. To the Chargers, you're going to start obviously Justin Herbert against the Cardinals. Uh, Austin Eckley going to start. Keenan Allen, you're going to start. Mike Williams missed practice, uh, so I doubt he goes. And if he does, he's probably going to injure himself again because they rushed him back last week, and that was very very obvious as soon as he caught that pass. Uh, Palmer had his breakout game last week, 106-2. and two. I kind of uh, went under the radar, Josh Palmer, for mm. me. I just kind yep. of missed his two touchdowns. I'm sorry he had one, but missed the second one. Um, so if uh, Michael Williams is not he going to start him up. 
Wouldn't be relying on uh, Jondre Carter. Maybe a DFS shot. He was playing 80% of snaps in the last four games. So he's out there. He's running routes. Uh, if he's, you know, bottom dollar on draft stars, he might potentially jag one. He's going to jag one at some stage. So I uh, wouldn't put him in my uh, daily uh, daily fantasy, my weekly fantasy lineups for sure. Uh, Everett was limited again in practice this week. My goodness, if he goes, whew, he's going to score a 1,000. Uh, the Cardinals just can't stop the tight end. Kittle, again, last week, two touchdowns, a billion yards. They just cannot guard the tight end. And I heard the ballers say today, uh, there's only, who was it? There's two teams worse than the Seattle in the last decade, and it was the Cardinals in 2014, the Cardinals in 2015, the Cardinals in 2019, and the Cardinals in 2022, and then it's the Seahawks. So they suck at guarding the tight end, and over the last decade, that's been the trend. So uh, get amongst uh, Gerald Everett if he is good to go. If not, I wouldn't be looking at the backup. Who who are they linebackers? Who are... Yep. Who are the Cardinals linebackers? They're what, rookies. Yeah, they're all the young guys. Uh, this is Collins, Collins, Collins and Simmons. Simmons. Simmons is not really a rookie. Oh, I mean, no. he's, he's they didn't play him years. exactly perfectly in the first year that he was there. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I don't know. We just sign linebackers, so there's 50 of them. But um, <laughs> they're all first round picks. <laughs> they cool. all can't tackle tight ends. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Collins and um, yeah, I don't know who's playing the second at the moment. But yeah, they're not they're not good. At, they've never been good at guarding the tight end. So it's not just the last couple of years since they've drafted. But I guess they're anyway. they're also always, um, yeah. Like last week when I when I watched Kittle, they were they were spying the quarterback a lot, and Kittle just got open. I don't know why you'd spy Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. known for his uh, rushing prowess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, right? I don't know. Kittle just got open way too much. Like the like the linebackers had something else on their mind. But yeah, anyway, it's absurd. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Hopefully, Kyle is back and ready to go, and we get a get a bit of action out of this. I one. just can't wait to see that whole team fit. I hope it happens at some point oh. this year. Like just yeah, give Hollywood, us Rondale, Rondale Hollywood. Hopkins, oof, yeah, it's such yeah. a good receiving core. And if Ertz is there, it's but yeah, McBride can surely fill in if they just get him going. Uh, but yep. those three wide receivers, oh baby, wouldn't it be nice? Oh baby. Well, speaking of good wide receivers, uh, the <laughs> seven Raiders taking on the six and four Seattle Seahawks. It's good Go wide on. receivers in this game. Yeah, there is. You're right. Seven and a half point over under with the uh, Seahawks favored by only two and a half. So a bit of stinky yeah, little uh, respect for the Raiders here. Uh, that's weird. After getting a getting a bit of a win. Uh, a bit of a win. So yeah, it was a bit of a win. Not a not a huge win, but it was just a cheeky one for them. <clears throat> so Seahawks coming off the bye, looking fresh on the injury report. Raiders. Don't have many key players in this matchup under a flag, apart from tackle Colton Miller, according to Peter Asapati here. Not sure what's wrong with him, but uh, <laughs> obviously under a cloud, which is, is not good on a, a pretty bad offensive line already. Uh, so finally, some slightly better weather in Peter's matchups. Mostly cloudy, light rain throughout the day. But overall, he thinks that the most players in this matchup are a play. So Tyler Lockett... He's got the fourth best wide receiver matchup this week. Four. Four. Go fourth, fourth and prosper. <laughs> F-O-R-T-H. Um, this week, and it's a is a very strong start. And just like TK Metcalf, you want to see him involved a bit more, but um, he's it's just a beast. And I think you have to play him. A lot of people have been criticizing him, as I've heard a few people saying, you know, he's not... The elite wide receiver, as maybe we make him out to be, he's still like a top twenty wide receiver. Like he's got some upside. 
is he a huge target getter? Not really, but he's he's got touchdown score on any given is, play. So, is he Amari Cooper? He's a little bit like Amari Cooper, but in a in the opposite way. Um, in terms of like he he wins in a different way. Like, like Cooper's the route runner. He's just big and fast. Um, I just mean like for fantasy. Like he's so fantasy, young. Yeah, and he's, he's such a boom or bust. Yeah, boom or bust. Young, but yeah, I think like. Look at how long and successful Amara Cooper's career yeah. has been. Even if it's not like every week, like if you can get him in your lineup and he, he doesn't have to be your wide receiver one, you're laughing because every now and then yep. he puts up 29 points and you just win. Like, yep. that's all it is. Yep. So, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of him. I've got him in every league because I just drafted him everywhere that year because I was, I don't know, listening to people who told me to do that. <laughs> I did, and I was very happy with that decision because... He was big and fast, and guess what? In the NFL, that's how you win. Sounds just like um, me. Yeah. <laughs> so he's averaged eight targets over his last three starts, so he's holding a little bit more consistency this season. Um, his floor isn't massive, but his ceiling is, is huge. Um, G- Gino, call him genies, is what Pete's written here. Don't really get it. But he's the quarterback seven on the year, and he's a must-start. Do you reckon that's meant to say genius? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes, Gino, call him genius. Yeah, I... <laughs> he has absolutely murdered genius. <laughs> it's almost yeah, like yeah. genie. Yes, uh, Gino should be a bounce back for Ken Walker this week. Uh, the Raiders are giving Sorry. the last three games 156, 156 yards. I, yeah, I was actually stunned to read that. I couldn't believe that was true. Wow. So, yep, get Ken Walker into your line up no matter what um adams you started him every week right jacobs is on absolute fire this year he's going to get himself a big contract next year maybe we were talking in the discord a bit earlier about uh isaiah pacheco and and whether he's a long-term play this is the kind of move i can see the chiefs making going for a, a running back like him or montgomery that are um available and and got a bit of experience behind them and, and have been pretty effective at times so yeah i don't mind that jacobs go to the chiefs yeah Let's get jacobs um, to the yeah. chief going yeah. He's he's playing out of his mind this year. He's um just nobody could have expected it coming. Um Carr has had three survivable weeks Pete Scott here in a row, but <laughs> basically that means if you had to start him, uh, he didn't kill you. So we're not and That's really... only because of Adams. Like Yeah. If, yeah. Basically Adams getting open so much in the, yeah, those two massive scoring touchdowns. Thirty yard touchdowns all the time. So yeah. mm. if you have to play him maybe in a two quarterback league I guess throw him out there but uh, look for someone else right and Foster Moreau in a high over under usually leads to a good stream but um, again he's he's just in that range of touchdown or you've you missed it um, type tight ends and yep. we'll go on to LA and Kansas City with yeah, Tom Moreau just real quickly good DFS play play on uh, LA Rams at Kansas City over under at 44. Chiefs are 14 and a half point favorites. Huge. There's a lot of big blowout favorites here, eh? Like the Dolphins, 14 points. Yeah, absurd. Uh, it's going to be a hard game to discuss with so many injuries, but we'll see how we go. Rams starts. Alan Robinson, I still think he's a start. He's about the only guy there that's going to catch the ball. Uh, Tyler Higby, bit the same. So, them too. I mean... Listen to the sits. Van Jefferson, Kyron Williams, Cam Akers. Bryce Perkins might have a nice rushing floor. He had five attempts for 39 yards on a 40% of snaps last week. So 
He could probably put that up to, uh, he might have 70 yards on the ground or something. So he's got a pretty nice floor. Um, but yeah, I don't know much about him, so I can't really comment on how he's going to go for fantasy. He completed five passes from 10 attempts for 64 yards. I don't know. I don't really want anyone on the Rams. I mean, if you've got Alan Robinson, you, you sort of have to play him, but Jesus, it's pretty ordinary. Just uh, <laughs> over to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes? Anyone? Travis Kelsey? Yeah, I reckon he's probably a premium play of the week. Yeah, the the most expensive thing when we were talking about that premium play of the week about starting Patrick Mahomes is that you also have to start Travis Kelsey to complete your stack and there's 32 grand gone. That's pretty pretty crazy that Juju looks like he's going to be playing after that concussion. God, that that is awful. He he practiced today, Juju. Oh, that's good news. um, That was a heavy, heavy hit Mm. he took last week. I thought he was going to be out for a few weeks. Um, Tony looks to be out again, hamstring. So they must fire up Sky paper. Fire up Sky more this week. Played pretty good last week. I mean, they're down on receivers. Although Juju looks like he's going to be going. I don't know. Sky more would be a uh, decent flex play, maybe. Uh, Pacheco, anyone? Anyone brave enough to start Pacheco? I'd start week? Pacheco. Yeah, I think this is a good opportunity for him to. To get a lot of the, carries, he had he's had fifteen plus in the last two weeks. So he runs like a train. He just <laughs> like even when he was they they had him at running back and they told him to go out wide into the Z and he just sprinted as fast <laughs> as he could. It looked stupid. Like why run that fast? Just passionate, yeah. mate. He's just loving a lot. He's loving. <laughs> That's his, what he is. You know, That's he wasn't expected to be playing, and here he is <laughs> out. You know, running back one for the bloody. Kansas City Chiefs. Does he have one like of the Super Mexican Bowl favorites? heritage with the name like Pacheco? Does anyone know his heritage? I'll look it up. You just keep we'll, talking. We'll get him uh, Speedy Gonzalez is the nickname, uh, I reckon. <laughs> Let me have a look. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Justin Watson played 88% of snaps last week with four targets and 10 PPR points. Uh, could be uh, with, with Tony out and Juju. I mean, if Juju's out, you probably start him. Juju plays, I'd, I'd probably bench Justin Watson, but that's interesting. He was on the field for so much last last game. Uh, sits, Rams are a pretty good rush defense, sixth. So they're sixth in the NFL for rush defense. So don't play McKinnon. Uh, Tony didn't practice because of a hamstring. And MVS sucks. Can I finish with that? <laughs> Just uh, for those there. for those playing uh, at home, for the Pacheco question, uh, he is of Dominican, Puerto Rican, and oh, African-American nice. ancestry. So it's the Dominican. Yeah. yeah, it's the Dominican. Yeah. Do you know the capital of the Dominican Republic? Uh, capital... Just for the one listener, Dino is listening at Santo Domenico. There you go. Oh, I was going to say the capital D, but all right. Makes sense. <laughs> all right. New Orleans and San Francisco, guest. Was that a joke? Was that meant to be a joke? Or it's not really know. a joke. It's just an okay. in thing that we have. We did a trivia thing in, in year seven and we had to write a question and we were just looking at the capital cities from all these countries we're like <laughs> Dominican Republic never even heard of that country what's the capital we put it in there and now I just know that for the rest of my life so oh, God almighty the things you do eh <laughs> alright we are on to what game are we on to New Orleans at San Francisco so I think this is like one of the easiest games to break down of the week because basically just San Francisco just start all of the players, right? They so, are so good. They're just incredible. They this offense so is amazing. Christian McCaffrey is just taking this to a, a whole nother level. He came in immediately and just looked like the best player in the league, which he is. And Travis, even, yeah, 
uh, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle is a sudden mega again. Debo Samuel's went back to his uh, monster rumbling touchdown scoring last week. I'm a little worried about his uh, hamstring. So uh, just keep an eye on the uh, practice reports. He was limited today. Um, so just watch out. Brandon Ayuk's had like, I think it was four of his last five games over 15 points or something crazy like that. He's pushed up to wide receiver 16 on the year. Jimmy Garoppolo even is a play in this game. And same with... Um, I was going to say Raheem Mostert, Elijah Mitchell, uh, <laughs> who is the the other fast running back that they have, uh, who is just going to get garbage time points once they're a million points up um, in every matchup, even if they're playing a good team. So um, it looks like just all round, get your San Francisco 49ers into this game. Uh, New Orleans, on the other hand, we had Andy Dalton come out and look like a competent quarterback, question mark, uh, after looking dreadful for the opening two drives to the point where I was like, can we get rid of Andy Dalton now? He comes out and throws like four touchdowns or something stupid. Um, so we got Jawan Johnson, who I've just lost the stats for and uh, a bit disappointing. But, um, we talked about him a fair bit on Monday, actually, on Monday night. Yeah, he's so he's moved up to tight end, I think, six or eight on the year, depending on your format, um, which is... Pretty surprising because I think he's not really a household name for most of you. And I just remember when we were looking at him at the start of the year, we were saying who was the guy. Everyone was saying Adam, Adam Trauma was the guy, but then we just noticed yeah. that um, Johnson was running like eighty percent of snaps. Routes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he used to be a dual position on sleeper. He used to be a wide receiver, tight end. Mm. Remember Robert Tonya was that one year? Yeah, and, uh, hack. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so his his last five games. 20.2, 3.4, bit of a dud there, but then 12.2, 15.4, 13.7, and I actually think this might be in a half-point PPR league as well. So just mega tight end scores, super reliable. I think you can probably start him. They're going to need to score points against San Francisco, even though it's a good defense and some just elite linebackers playing. He's going to be a chance at a touchdown, and they're just going to throw the ball to him because they seem to just absolutely love him. So... Um, he's out there constantly. I think he's he's moved to me to pretty much the point of unless you've got a real good matchup for a streamer, I'm I'm going to start him every week if he's on my roster. Um, Alvin Kamara, obviously you're going to play him. Um, he hasn't been quite as good this year. He's really not the elite running back that he, he once was other than that one super week. So, yeah, an RB2 probably is, is his role now and Chris Olave is just the best rookie offensive player this year for me. I think he should win the award um, pretty comfortably, but we'll see where that goes. And It shocks me that Ken Walker is the favourite to win it. And, like, Chris Olave has been consistent all year. All year he's been just outstanding. I think he's just so far and away the best rookie of the year. Super happy I made that call early on. That <laughs> I've, I've loved him since he's... It's, he's that guy that I you watch the year before he's eligible and you're just like, who the hell's this guy? When's he coming out? And ever since then, being in love with him, he's, yeah, he's in your lineup every week. I, I didn't really get to draft him anywhere and I'm just now trying to madly overpay for him and I can't. So, yeah, uh, get him in. Other than that, I uh, does anyone want to talk about Taysom Hill at all uh, and his uh, stuff increased no. involvement at quarterback? It's kind of a bit of a hack and at tight end, pass, I guess. Piss yeah. off the passing. Start running again. Yeah. And then I'll be interested. 
I mean, give me Jameis. <laughs> give me Jameis. Pretty nice. But yeah, <laughs> at least when... it's a bit of involvement. And Andy Dalton just flogged the Rams. How do you go and put Jameis in now? Hey, Colt yeah. McCoy flogged the Rams. That's true. Um, everybody flogs the Rams. So speaking of <laughs> flogging the Rams, go back to that matchup and, and double start the players that are playing there. Mm, too right. Mm. Can you play two Patrick Mahomes? God, imagine. That's what I said. Out. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is going to be, he's going to break the record for the play in the most amount of snaps or something. It's going to be some record broken. Because Bryce Perkins 7, is... 7,000. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what is it like? Isn't is there like, like a record for the? How could he break break a record for the most snaps? Surely John Brady game. is holding that record and he's continuing no, no. to pull away. From no, it's in like in one oh. game. <laughs> in on. one game, right. yeah. Like, Come what's on. the most amount of minutes the offense can be on the field for a game? Oh, you know, right. like what's yeah, yeah. what's well, probably like when... none because he just throws seventy five yard uh, touchdowns oh, every true. time he gets yeah. the ball, and yeah. then he has to wait for the three and out to happen. Yeah, and then yeah. just goes and does it again. Could we have a seventy point week from Mahomes? Who knows? <laughs> All right, Green Bay at Philadelphia. Uh, Eagles six point home favorites, forty seven point over under. Thinking the under in this one. Uh, if I was to bet here, injury report for the Packers is very, very extensive. There are sixteen players on the injury report. Obviously, not all of them are fantasy options, but sixteen players. Uh, Rogers has come out said he's been dealing with a broken thumb since week five, so that explains a little bit of his poor performance. But, uh, anyways, uh, Aaron Jones, Alan Lazard, or Aaron Lazard, if you ask Gerg, uh, both limited with uh, a shin and glute and shoulder injuries, respectively. Dubs was still a did not practice. Uh, Jones is apparently going to go, should he get uh, on the field, it's going to be 15 carries. He'll get his work standard, pretty much Aaron Jones. Um, I don't think there's too much to worry about, according to all reports. Uh, Christian Watson has scored more touchdowns in the last two weeks than Russell Wilson has thrown in seven games. So just a fun stat for you. Uh, Absolutely pointless, but uh, yeah, he's pretty good. I think they want to get him involved quite a bit. So start him up, see what he can get out of him. Uh, Robert Tonyan, he's been a bit uh, poo um, so I'd be sitting him again, and that's pretty much it for uh, the Packers side of the ball. It's kind of just Aaron Jones uh, and Christian Watson, maybe Alan Lazard if he does go. But uh, against this Eagles defense, which is pretty good against the pass, I'd be looking out of it. So over to the MVP-led Eagles. Uh, fire up, everyone. Jalen Hurts, yes. Uh, I say MVP, tongue-in-cheek, of course. Uh, Miles Sanders, yeah, why not? Give him a whirl. <laughs> this is the standard Tom uh, analysis here. Uh, AJ Brown, he's pretty good. Devontae Smith, sure, why not? Uh, Quez Watkins, yeah, why not as well? Nah, I'm just kidding. One of them's going to score. One of these wide receivers is going to score a touchdown. It's just a matter of picking the right one. So um, odds on it's not going to be Quez Watkins. <laughs> but uh, I'm liking the look of AJ Brown and Devontae Smith here uh, for this game against the Packers. Uh, Jack Stoll, he was the dude that... Uh, Stole all of the snaps. See what I did there? Stole the snaps. Jack stole. Yep, okay, good. Uh, now that Goddard's not there, um, give him a look if you want to punt play at tight end in DFS land. Don't start him in your redraft or your dynasty leagues until you see something from him. Um, I think, yeah, Philly will kind of do his, do their thing, get to a bit of a lead, and then just kind of cruise, and Packers will need to, to work to get up. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not liking the, the 47 point over under. I think it's going to be more like 41 or something like that. Okay, question that has come in uh, Christian Watson or Darnell Mooney? What's the, what am I, what am I doing? Just spelling their names or? Yeah. Dynasty Just redraft. <laughs> I'd rather spell Christian no, no. Watson. Start, sit. <laughs> what are we talking here? Start, sit, PPR, redraft, and uh, I don't know what else you want to know. No this week or, this week or for, for the or... rest of time. 
<laughs> this week. This week. This week. I just had a start. No, I had a start sit. I had a start sit question come in. Uh, yeah. Daniel Mooney against the Jets or Christian Watson against Green Bay? Uh, Christian so. Watson against Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, against uh, the Eagles, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles. You got me, you bastard. <laughs> I did. Christian I don't Watson. I like Daniel Mooney at all this week. He's Especially got a against real the Jets. Tough matchup. Yep. Okay. Awesome. I'll tell him to fast forward to one hour, 10 minutes, yep. and he can hear the answer. Beautiful. Yeah, make sure he does. Don't, don't tell him the answer until he's listened. Just put it on. He doesn't have to listen. He can put it on mute, but let it play to that point, and then <laughs> yeah. then he can listen. Then it looks good for our sponsors. Yeah, okay, I get it. it. Yeah. All right, Tom. Do you want to do our uh, pointers? Pittsburgh at Colts. Sure. Why not? Beautiful. Hit it. I actually thought we'd finish, but let's uh, let's go. We've got one oh, more terrible just... matchup to look at. Hey, this could be okay. Yeah, hopefully Pickens gets a sick catch again. That'd be man. This could be an okay the... game. The 3-7 Steelers play the 4-6-1 and one Colts. No, no noteworthy injuries in this one, so no offensive lineman that uh, Pete's found anyway. He's got a real uh, process, doesn't he? He goes injuries, yeah, he does. weather. Well, there's no weather in this one. I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to Ooh, look is the roof open? It's too far away. Is it? Is that Indy? Is the roof open? Be, he missed that one. He yeah. missed it. Huh. Uh, both, both these teams have actually been solid against the run over the last three weeks. Pittsburgh giving up 67.3 yards per game. The Colts giving up 96 yards per game. I would say the Colts are significantly more than Pittsburgh. But anyway, on the passing game, the Steelers' D has given up the third most receiving yards over the last three weeks. Steelers' D? Any jokes? Steelers' D? Um, My D is Andy. steel. Is that what you're looking for? (laughs) Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Andy had actually performed well, restricting opponents to 180 pass yards on average over the last three weeks. So, there you go. Is that good? I guess that's good. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Take take from this what you want, but I think this is a tough matchup for Harris and Taylor. Interesting. But a very nice matchup for the Colts receivers. Pittman has been revived now with Ryan back. He's a solid play. And also really like Alec Pierce, who has who has been saw who has saw the most targets last week. Pete and his English, I swear to God, it's it's an effort to try and read it. Uh, it's hard to sit Harris and Taylor, but expectations should be adjusted in this tough matchup. What are your thoughts on Pittman here, boys? I mean, no, not Pittman, Campbell, Paris Campbell. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. we missed Paris Campbell. He's he been, didn't even mention him. Yeah, he's been all right. He's lately, been good, but um, I'm playing him in. Um, I'm playing him in my main dynasty this week, out of necessity. Yeah, look, uh, no, five, nine, and six targets the last three weeks. Um, scored one touchdown in there. It's kind of 17 points against Vegas, nine points against Philly, now Pittsburgh. Um, any hope you're thinking uh, maybe a flex spot for, for Paris Campbell with that kind of volume? I reckon I've got him in my starting wide receiver call. I'll tell you who I'm starting him over because I'm pretty high on him this week. Oh, wow. Oh, Paris... That's high as the Eiffel Tower, eh? Paris. Uh, no, I've got him in flex, but I've, I'm starting him over um, Zay Jones, Mac Collins, Isaiah McKenzie, Van Jefferson, Nico Collins. When are you going to name uh, a wide receiver that we can actually play? Yeah, there's not much there. Actually. <laughs> My uh, injured reserve is not looking good, but Darius Slayton or Paris Campbell was probably a, a matchup, Ooh, a, um, a start sit question. Darius Slayton was, for me. Ooh. I think I'm going to play both of them. So, yeah, but maybe Van Jefferson might get in there. Because. Ooh. Van Jefferson? Can. Has he done anything this year? Yeah. Jeez, oh, I'd be playing both of them over Van Jefferson. In... What did uh, he do last year? Didn't he? Oh, yeah. Uh, he had three for five for 41 
against the New Orleans Saints last week. Uh, week four, had that possible touchdown. touchdown yeah. yeah. I'll be on yeah. uh, Slayton anyway. and, uh, uh, and Campbell, Campbell over Van Jefferson at, by a long way. At this stage, yep. they're, uh, they're both in. That's good. Yeah, hey, all awesome. right. That's it. That's beautiful stuff. Uh, Pete, your spelling's atrocious. You're cut. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just straight cut. Not even uh, put on the bench. Straight cut. Just a test to see if he keeps listening. Yeah, Melvin gotcha. Gordon. He deserved it. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Melvin Gordon. All right, boys. Good effort. <laughs> Uh, good luck, everyone, in your matchups. Hope it all goes well, except you, yours. And uh, get on to DFS, our giraffe stars. Chuck in some lineups, get amongst it, uh, and yeah, try and win some cash. And hopefully, we all win our multis this week as well. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Let's get out of here. Awesome. Cheers. Always a pleasure. Toodaloo. Any more hindsight jokes? No. Any more personal nice. jokes no one will understand? Nico. I did just get two trade offers. Oh, yeah, hit me. At the same time, so I'm wondering like they were for the same player. They both involved a second plus another player for the for the same player, and they came in like within minutes of each other. So I'm like, is there some in joke here that I'm I'm missing, or yeah, I don't know what it is, but uh, I'm gonna reject them both. So. They're both Good. listening as well. Good stuff, <laughs> boys. Let's get out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I did that thing where I pressed leave instead of stop. <laughs>